Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, and we're back to talk the conclusion of all new X-Men. Yeah, two more issues left. This is it. Two issues, and then we have the uh, the annual, but we're going to talk annual, the annual um, in a later episode. We're yeah. Pair that up with a different book at some other point in time. But uh, yeah, so this is 18 and 19, um, and I forgot... What had happened in the last issue? Um, it was too long didn't read. Uh, it was about Iceman finding Romeo at New Adelaide. Right, right. And so it was confusing starting off this episode. <laughs> or, there I go again. This episode, this issue, um, where all of a sudden uh, Cyclops is fighting <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, uh, what has he gotten himself into? Oh yeah, that's right. They're on Adelaide fighting so... in humans. Right. Um, and it kind of opens with him running around, firing lasers, talking about how Cyclops has always been the boring one, and that how he's kind of come to um, accept that reputation. Um, right. And that it used to bother him. Uh, and now that when people don't, when people look at me now, so he's talking about how future Cyclops has affected that. And when people look at me now, they don't see boring. They they don't see Boy Scout. They see a villain, and that's because of right. what. what old cyclops has done right and even though he's young cyclops it doesn't matter because they know what he grows up to right to like do. they think he'll just grow up to be another uh main timeline scott summers exactly uh so he's fighting inferno here in this big splash page yeah, just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, yeah. boom, he gets hit, knocked off his feet, uh, and he's trying to get his boring back, as he puts it, um, and it was almost like, working. Like I don't get it. Like we see it here, and then I think he gets hit by somebody else or something here in a minute. But like, uh, he gets blasted with fire. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and all that happens is he gets knocked down. Yeah, and he has a little fire on his butt. And this panel, and then, like, that's about it. Yeah, like, uh, shouldn't your, like, face be boiled off? <laughs> nah, it's like in human something. fire, it's fine. Oh, it's just, it's kind of like how his, uh, optic blasts don't have any heat to them, they're just concussive. Yeah, yes. So, the same goes with Inferno's fire, is it's just concussive. Totally. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. Um, right. So he's getting destroyed by Inferno here, um, and then the crew comes in. Uh, we get um, a big Inhuman that I don't recognize fighting Colossus, and um, right. looks like Sabretooth's coming in for an RKO. <laughs> um, 
and we got Archangel and Angel in the background, and we see the Iceman slide. So they, oh, I was going to say, so they're two different people, but I forgot that Angel with the fire wings is like young Angel. Yeah, right, right. And so then that's old Archangel. Um, so him and uh, Inferno are going back and forth. He's saying, like, look at this big bad Cyclops trapped in the kitchen, can't stand the heat. And then Cyclops is like, what are you even talking about? Um, and then we see some ice hit him, and we're like, oh, okay, yep. it's Bobby. And it is, but it's not our Bobby. It's old Bobby. It's old Bobby in his new weird outfit. It's closeted Bobby. It's closet. yes, it's old closeted Bobby. Um... And he comes it's in funny and because tells him to outf- turn it down a notch. Yeah, his outfit looks like he should be on a surfboard somewhere. Yes, it does. The red, I kind of like it, but it is very weird. Um, like it, it looks like a, uh, 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 like a scuba suit or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, and he call. I like that he calls him Little Slim. Yeah. Uh. uh you're out in the open. Are you out in the open? Just playing stupid. These people have a mad on. Wait, have a mad on? A mad on. <laughs> okay, a mad on. Go find your team. So he's he's like covering his ass pretty much. I don't know if that's supposed to be like like a mad hard on. <laughs> like yeah yeah like yeah. So like there's hard on, and so like a mad on. <laughs> like they're stiff with anger. <laughs> that's um, what I that's... like. I guess. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... And then my favorite line of this issue happens where he's just like, what am I even doing here? Yeah, and, exactly. And he's just dodging blasts from various Inhumans. See, uh, in this kind of... That's what I hate, what they do. I don't know, maybe it's because he's supposed to be the younger um, Cyclops or whatever, but, like, I feel like he should be doing more. Yeah, because like, he's kind of... he's spent this whole beginning of the issue just kind of bumbling around yeah and he's better than that yeah he's sure even but, even at this age he's better than that like yeah so i'm like dang man like <laughs> he should be like optic blasting somebody or like, like making a plan something. with any kind of group right um, uh so he sees his teammates he says his head's in a million pieces uh he's going after it we see id kid apocalypse and angel going after this big inhuman who i don't know the name of uh, right, and he's like, "It's fine, you can do this." And we see some some hair come up behind him, and he starts to get strangled which, by Medusa. Which I didn't see it before, but in that middle image with the big and human up to the left, you see Medusa kind of staring oh, wow, down yeah. on Scott. So I didn't see that before, but as you were you were talking, I just happened to notice it. So like. She's got her eye on Scott, and so then that's when the hair kind of sneaks down and. Sh- snatches him up by his throat right and she even goes on to say like time travel is a a complicated thing you're scott summers you're cyclops but you're not quite yet the monster uh tell me something good like here's your chance to prove that you're not this evil mutant dictator guy right uh and all he says is gulp well Uh, i mean he's getting strangled (laughs) yeah you're right what else do you expect um and then this might be the best line magneto's ever said um, your fierce is on point, Medusa. No doubt about that. But your scary could use a little work. I just like the the fact that Magneto used the term "on point." Right. Like he's and be, trying fierce. to be, he's trying to be hit with the kids. Yeah, and calling her fierce like Beyonce. Yeah. 
but I was like, finally, Magneto shows up. Let's do this. Yeah, and he's kind of been a cautious good guy for a bit here. Um, so it's it's cool to see him like go all out against Inhumans. Right. But, like, we saw him on the cover of the issue a couple issues ago where you saw they were attacking Adelan. Or, no, it was a splash page, yeah. I think. And I was like, Magneto, yeah, let's go. And then you never <laughs> saw him. I was like, ain't just some shit. So they finally got him into this issue, and I'm like, all right, let's do this thing. Yeah, so he, he assists Scott here. He's like, hey, get up off your backside. You've been saved. Child or not, you're Scott Summers, and go do something constructive. Right. So Scott takes this time, and he's like, okay, yeah, uh, I can do that. Um, I didn't, though, not really. I was functionally useless for the rest of the fight. And then we just cut back to, like, the end of the fight. Yeah, yeah, it's all done and over with. Yep, the old man Logan, Storm, all the people are just kind of hanging out in this uh, Adeline base. And giving Scott the side eye. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, pretty much every single one of them is staring right at me. I know it sounds paranoid, narcissistic maybe, but this is not subtle. And then he just asks them, what's up? (laughs) Right. (laughs) No one says anything. Nothing. Um, He's like, all right, well, I guess I'll just go find a hole to crawl into. I guess I'll just leave guess i'll die Um, right so yeah they're all giving him the cold shoulder uh they don't know whether to hug him or break his jaws that he's thinking Um, yeah because they were all friends with uh old cyclops yeah and then he pulled the stuff that he pulled so they're doing the same thing as medusa they're like well you're just the young version of the jerk that grows up or that pulled that crap right um, and he's saying it feels awful, um, especially today, just after what we did to New Adelan. And he's he's kind of comparing this to what Scott did with the like mutant uprising thing, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of turning into old Scott." Right. Um, in human, ver- <laughs> and then we see him reading a tablet where uh, there's a, a page on the grudge or the brew something, and it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that was supposed to be. Uh, but I couldn't figure it out, and then oh, the the, the one below it's pretty good. I just noticed something about it. Um, so there's this this one where it's like it's war in human versus mutant, and then this one that's obviously trying to say info wars without trying to say info wars. Okay, that's what I was wondering yeah. too. Yeah, so um, that's pretty funny. It's pretty good, and it's like Cyclops, mutant Hitler. Um. Cyclops <laughs> and then it's the a side, it's a side by side, and he's got the mustache and stuff. Yeah, he has like it's it's a half. It's like Hitler wearing the the new old like the new Cyclops mask with the X. Right, and it's pretty good. Um, Cyclops colon the mutant menace made flesh. Damn man, that's yeah. some grim. That's some grim internetting. <laughs> um, and him and Warren kind of go back and forth about how being here isn't great like he's uh yeah i thought so too warren haven't wallowed in months it was yeah. getting better so he's he's like talking like yeah it was getting better than this happened um, yeah he was kind of like getting over what old cyclops like that the crap in his head that's like keeping him or like holding him back because of that old cyclops business right and uh now this has been a setback to him um, so. All these months trying to absolve myself of Old Scott's crime. How am I supposed to go fight a bunch of Inhumans? 
Uh, and and <laughs> I don't know what old man Logan's face is doing here, but he, he looks like he's giving Magneto the death stare. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't say anything in this issue, but... Um, and uh, they're, they're talking about Magneto. They're like, is that... How's that Magneto our Magneto? When did sort of a good guy Magneto happen exactly? Right. Um, and Magneto, of all people, saved my butt today. And they're, yeah, so they're talking about, like, why is Magneto here? Um, because they don't know. They, ha- they haven't been around for that, so. Right, exactly, yeah. They're like, hey, um, we know Magneto as a bad guy. What is Magneto doing here as kind of a good guy? Right. So the world sees Scott Summers as a criminal who committed preemptive inhuman genocide. Uh, what does that say about us and the X-Men? So they're kind of like waxing philosophy here about what it means to be an X-Man. Right. Um, this is different, though. What if it's not different? What if it's exactly the same? What if we're on the wrong side of history? Um, since when is self-preservation our primary goal? We're supposed to be better than this. And then Magneto's looming over them as he said that kind of giving yeah. him the death stare right and that's just really weird that he just like shows up out of nowhere and then doesn't say anything and then walks away <laughs> what if magneto is still this line was good what if magneto is still just magneto and it's all of us who switch sides yeah that was pretty good yeah and then my favorite inhuman shows up uh so scott goes to hang out with some rando x-men's i don't know right um, excuse me who is that supposed to be or maybe i'm just losing my freaking and then mosaic comes out of cyclops's chest well i think he's dropping in the cyclops's chest yeah okay yeah that's right because he he hopped out of magneto right um so you know who this inhuman is then yeah so he's a basketball player who kind of gets a weird bioelectric powers that can make him like he can read people's thoughts he can like control any kind of I think the term's bioelectric manipulation. Right. So he's kind of a, um, what's the word? Kind of like a telepath yeah, or telepath, whatever. Yeah, telepath, yeah. But it's like he, like, enters their body. It's not just like he's in their mind. Right, and he was an all-star, ba- like, he was going to go pro in basketball before he turned into Mosaic, so. Oh. Um, and then that ruined his chances. So now he lives on New Adelaide. Gotcha. Makes sense. Uh, and now we see like some flashbacks of old school X Men art here. Uh, we right. see Quicksilver. We see the team in their <laughs> their weird original outfits, uh, fighting Blob. Right. Which I didn't realize Iceman was just kind of naked in like the original art because they're all in like these spandex outfits. Well, I mean that's technically his, his work ice now, form. right? Yeah, right. So it would go over his clothes, but. Yeah. Uh, no big deal. Just a giant TV screen playing the exact moment I realized I was in love with, and then he immediately accuses Gene of doing this. Like, <clears throat> right? Are you on one of your psychedelic tel- telepathy things? Because <laughs> you might have picked the worst possible moment for it. <clears throat> Glowing honeycomb memory prison. Yeah. And then we see Mosaic, and he uh, kind of explains what's going on. Um, I don't know, kid. I hop in. This is what it looks like. Not like there's a manual. Uh, yeah, big time baller turned in human body snatcher. Um, but... That makes sense now. Where he said big time baller, I was like, that's a weird line. Yeah, yeah. He used to, yeah he used to play basketball. So got it. Um, he's sparring Cyclops so he can manipulate bodies too when he hops in like this. Yeah. So apparently he's made Scott leave. Um, 
well, where were they? Muir Island? Yeah. And he's in a blackbird. Uh, and Mosaic is making him fly it. <laughs> yeah, he's just like making the Cyclops' body flying. And even Cyclops is like, you're stealing a black be- uh, blackbird? I'm just called it a blackbeard. Uh, blackbeard, yep, stole the beard. Yep. Borrow it. He stole real though, kid. Go peep some memory screens or something. Um, yeah, sure, I'll just go peep the giant Magneto helmet that apparently exists in my brain. <laughs> I thought this was right. awesome. Uh, Which then we find out that Magneto's helmet is there because Mosaic was possessing or inhabiting Mo- Magneto's body previously. And that's why he kind of came over and looked weird at them. Right. And like so like pieces of the people he was he's been in kind of like follow along with they him. They kind of float around for a while. Right. Like so Ma- Magneto's memories aren't fully deleted from him yet. Right. So he falls into the big Magneto helmet. And we... Which this is awesome because we get the different like phases of Magneto. Yeah, like we get him being tested on in like a pretty much a concentration camp. Uh we get yep. uh him ripping Wolverine's bones out. Yeah, the adamantium out of his body. Yeah. Um I'm I i do not reckon Which that's my favorite Magneto costume is in that one. The classic like red on purple that still yeah. looks like like a costume and not this the one below it. I hate that one. The one below it's so, it, so he looks like he's a Doctor Strange villain, or like a priest. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Um, I'm not as I'm not as okay. And then we learn something here, where right. it's flashing back to the times, um, probably right after Avengers versus X Men. Um, uh, well, I think this is happening. At the end of Avengers versus X Men, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Cyclops is still alive at the end of that. He's in a prison. Oh, so this oh, is okay. this is something Death of X covers more in depth. Gotcha. Okay. Like after he gets, they bust him out of prison, and then Impox starts spreading. Um, okay. So we learn that, um, well, that Magne- Magneto and Emma Frost go back and forth about like um, whether or not they should do something. Um, and then Magneto's like, they'll turn him into a monster, ten feet tall with razor sharp fangs. That's the, that's what the Rubes will remember. <laughs> the Rubes. <laughs> uh, and Emma's like, are you sure you can handle this, this um, task we're about to do? And Magneto's like, I can. I'm here to make sure you can. Right. Um, and then Scott learns that Black Bolt didn't kill Cyclops. Impox did. Right. He was already dead. He's got some serious herpes going on. Yeah, so old Cyclops <laughs> died way before any of this Inhumans versus X-Men started. Right, okay, yeah. So, because apparently uh, Death of X ties into, like, Black Bolt was supposedly killed him. Um, Emma used his image. Cyclops didn't do any of it. Yeah, she... I guess she used her powers to make people think they were seeing him. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Um, so that's pretty scandalous. So now, uh, the memory of old Scott Summers is tarnished because uh, Emma Frost pulled some shady shit with Magneto. Right. They they try to use him as a like a martyr. Right. Uh, Emma Frost. Because they're like, uh, he's dead already. We might as well use him to pull all this crap off. Right. And he already like Avengers vs X Men happened, and he spearheaded like 
so this kind of uh, this writing here is weird because it makes Scott old Scott to make out to be like he didn't do anything wrong, but he still did Avengers versus X Men. He still killed a Professor X. Oh, that's right. So, like, he's not 100% in the clear here, but I can see where they're like, okay, he didn't cause this inhuman war. Right. They're giving him a little bit of space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Emma Frost is responsible for everything, every bad thing that's happened to me. It's even worse than she knew. Uh, and then he starts yelling for Mosaic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, can you get me out of here? Yeah, man, about that. Body's all yours. I'm out, but uh, it takes about 12 hours. For, <laughs> it takes about 12 hours for you to wake back up in it. Sorry, kid. Yeah, so that's messed up. Yeah. But then that makes me wonder, like, what happened to Magneto then? Yeah, because he just... Like, uh, well, I think we in the... Maybe that in first he got punched out or something? I don't know. Because, yeah, because Magneto was fine. Right. Maybe. Yeah, he seems to have been uh, able to just walk away. Now I have a target lock. So now we see... So this is a thread, unfortunately, the series never follows up on. Where he, uh, Scott's ready to, like, confront Emma Frost about this. Right, exactly. Um, you've got 12 more hours to live your lie, Miss Frost, then the truth and a concussive optic blast are coming to set you free. Um, so hopefully the annual mean... tack- tackles that. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I mean, for Scott Summers, having 12 hours is both good and bad because, I mean, having that time to be able to, like, plan out what he wants to do or whatever is good. But then at the same time, he can't do anything for 12 hours. He's just kind of sitting in his own head for 12 hours. Yeah, you're just kind of being tortured, not being able to do anything. Right. But, and that's the end of this issue. That's where it ends, is him kind of talking to himself about Emma Frost. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't see all that happening, especially with the beginning of the issue where he was, like, all mopey and stuff. And um, and then it just turns around and you find out exactly what went down. You're like, wait a second. Right, yeah. So, so this, that, was that, that was kind of a cool reveal that Cyclops didn't really do anything. Which I'm glad because... I really like Cyclops, and I'm like, man, you had to turn him bad, like you do Jean Grey and the Phoenix, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm like, why you gotta do all this crap to these good characters, and like these, oh, I wanna say wholesome characters. I mean, yeah, sure, like you brought up, he killed Professor X or whatever, and all that jazz. Like, I don't know what all went down with that, so I'm not sure about it, but like, I mean, he's always been somewhat of a wholesome character to right. me. And I'm like, man, then you're going to go and do that crap with the Inhumans and stuff. And it's like, get real. <laughs> Quit ruining my peoples. Uh, yeah, so we have one more issue. Uh, yep. And we will talk about that after the break. Right after the break. The Comic Book Companion Podcast is brought to you by me. You guys, I have my own Amazon store and I want your business. But not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash MMMSCCC, as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, 
Use the promo code COMPANION and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop and my shop only. So, anyways, show your support for the podcast by going to my shop at amazon.com slash shops slash MMMSCCC and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Now, on to our next issue. All right, and we're back. We're ready to finish up this series. Yeah, all new X-Men 19 and this, the fateful finale, as the cover calls it. Yeah, and we see a little uh, little peeky peek and <laughs> Jean Grey coming back. Yeah, young Jean Grey, because she came back with the original five way back in the original all new X-Men. So. Yeah, but she had... She has not appeared in the like, off to school? Yeah, she was with a different group. Gotcha. Um, and so she gets called back in a little later on, but anyways. And we just cut right to it here. Uh, and we get Kid Apocalypse and Idy talking about how, like, there's no more Terrage and Deathcloud, the Inhumans, no more Inhumans versus X-Men. Like, right. that's all solved now. Yeah, yeah, so everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, Which, um... So I'm not sure that I completely understand. So, like, this cloud, um, like, that was just, like, in the possession of the Inhumans? Uh, so what was gonna happen is if the cloud made contact with Earth's atmosphere, it would have spread. Sure. And gave every mutant impox. Sure. But, like, where was, like, where was this cloud? Like, it was actually in the possession of the Inhumans? Um, I think it was on its way to Earth, and the Inhumans were going to let it hit, and the X-Men were like, we need to survive. And so they had to attack the yeah. Inhumans and so they, to they keep had that to, from happening. Yeah, they had like technology on in New Italian to stop it. So, okay. that's my understanding of that event. Hey, okay, alright. Like, just some weird jumpy stuff again, and I'm like, I yeah. don't know what's happening. Uh... Yeah, so everything's fine and dandy now. Yes, totally. Uh, and they're at a motel, the Motor Lodge Motel. Again. Again. And ID's like, and like, where where even are we right now? No Airstream, no bad guys. Uh, and yeah, um, Kid Apocalypse describes it as the last days of summer break, waiting for the new school year to start. Um, right. And then and they, they've not heard anything about school. Yeah, I was going to say, they start talking about what's up with the school. And Kid Apocalypse is like, I would kill for a little good old-fashioned book learning right now. And so would Idy, and they'd do a little fist bump. Yeah. And then we see Romeo <laughs> and Iceman trying to get the grill to work. Which is funny. It's so good. Iceman's like, I don't know how to use this at all. Uh, the metal firebox on a pole set in the concrete next to a picnic table, Bobby? How many context clues do you need? Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get it from he's from back in time, but they had grills. Yeah. Um It's gross how cute you are when you realize your privilege is showing. <laughs> um, Them steel blue eyes, look at it. Yeah, look I at these two. You. Look at these two cuties. <laughs> um, so they're trying to get the grill ready and then Angel comes in and is like, I got you guys. And right, dro- it just sets everything fire. on fire. Yeah, it just sets, just sets the park on fire, no biggie. I mean, um, it's cool. 
and they ask where he's been, and we get kind of a quick little flashback of him and Wolverine taking care of uh, some human traffickers. Some redneck human traffickers. Crazy Ozark hillbilly gangsters. (laughs) Uh, Wolverine's still Ruthless and toothless. Uh, But Hank asked me to make it down here for this top secret thing. What do you suppose that is about? We see a blackbird land. Boom. Oh, and this would be... Oh, no. And so that would be Hank probably, right? No, no, that's that's the reveal later. I know who that is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, how many freaking blackbirds are there? (laughs) There's a lot. They have a lot. I don't know where they got the money or the technology to do this, but... Right. Like, it's always been one. There's been one blackbird and then, like, jump jets or whatever. Yeah. And now it's like... Who cares? Everybody's got a blackbird. Um, Come on now. <laughs> and then Cyclops. Uh, maybe they just give one to one one per team without the, the amount of X-Men teams going on right now. Maybe. Uh, Cyclops is bla- optic blasting a car just right into the air. Yeah, so he like shoots it into the air and then shoots it again. Um, boy, Target sure hope practice. nobody needs the car tonight. And then we see young Jean Grey. She shows up for the first time. I love this costume. She's yeah. Her so she goes by Marvel Girl to separate her from older Jean Grey. Marvel um, Girl, okay. Um and yeah, she she looks great here. Um, yeah, this is awesome. So they talk because they haven't really talked since she hasn't been part of the all new X Men in a while. Um, what's your beef at the station wagon? Uh, motel manager that has said that's here for ta- target practice and folks get real bored around these parts. <laughs> and then they hug. Um, he, Gene's getting bad vibes, and Cyclops is like, "Oh God, are you already trying to mind like mind probe me?" Uh, and then Gene releases an interesting fact here, where she doesn't do that without consent anymore. Right. Um, She's just noticing, hey, you're dark and stormy, so it's yeah, kind of hard to miss. It's kind of hard to miss. Uh, what's going on? Emma Frost escaped. So I guess that would be in the Inhumans versus X Men like proper run that we missed. That must be it. Yeah. That must be where we missed the uh, the wrap up. Or Him whatever. trying to confront Emma. Yeah. That and then the reason why Evan and Idy are like, so that's it. Everything's good. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's wrapped up. So it took place in a book that we didn't read. Yeah. Set my name on fire, and that's the problem with tie-ins. Um, set my exactly. name on fire and stomped it out so it could ride there on the pavement. All charred and twisted. So they're <laughs> so they're talking about how they're gonna deal with Emma. Uh, optic blaster, rusty bumpers off. Yeah, um, that was pretty good. Beating up Victoria's Secret. How does how will beating up Victoria's Secret make you feel? That was pretty great yeah, as well. Jean's Jean's killing it with these bits here. This girl's got it. Um, the adult you wasn't a villain. He didn't do that stuff. Your destiny's free. Uh, come on, Scott, we're X-Men, since when did we worry about what everybody else thinks? Right. Uh, and then he's like, what are you even doing here, Gene? Because yeah. <laughs> And she was asked to come by Hank as well. All five of the, all five of the original people who were drug out of their timeline. Uh, there's something he's been and then, to show us, and he flashes back to where Hank was talking about that. Right, and we were talking before where like they better I freaked out a little bit, this. like... Quit leaving all these empty questions, like unanswered questions. Yeah, don't pull a Moon Knight. Exactly. Also, we haven't so. been doing it in recent episodes, but the Moon Rang count in this run has been zero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thought I'd bring that back. 
Thank goodness, because that would have been real weird if one came out of nowhere. So we see Beast. So they're all gathered in a room. And yep. uh, we see Beast with this weird head thing on with pickles on his yeah. shoulder. Uh, Love my pickles. I love it. <laughs> uh, there's something I've been meaning to show you guys for some time, but it's been quite hectic with all the inhuman stuff. Uh, I haven't had time to convene the original five. Uh, and they're all like, what's this about? Just show us. Um, and he's like, yeah, I've been practicing some magic, and I'm not super practiced, but um, I've done it once before, so let's do it. Right. Um, and Gene's like, did he say magic? And Warren's, Warren's like, yeah, that's <laughs> a thing now. Beast is a sorcerer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's using this weird head thing, and he does something with the mask, and it turns him into Big Beast. Oh, he'll, he's first he... he says, everyone, you need to close your eyes. Yeah, he wants. He doesn't want anybody to see him become this new beast. And I'm going to assume that he just puts that other mask back on, but he's got this other head thing going yeah, on. Yeah, and that's what causes the time travel. Right. Um, uh, and Jean takes, takes a peek. Uh, Which she should not have she done. She should not have done. And He asked you not to. And we're, wham, we're back in the 60s. Yeah. Um, and friggin' Cyclops is ecstatic. Cyclops is ecstatic, and Bobby is pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he left that super sexy boyfriend. Yeah, he did. Without meaning to. Um, it's not quite so simple. So Beast is, like, already hesitant about this, and Cyclops is like, no, it's fine, we're back. Um, you should have explained this first. Everyone calm down, you'll see. Like, Beast knows what's up, everyone else doesn't. Well, and it seems like Jean Grey knows something. Yeah, right. Because she probably read his mind. I don't know, but like we get a little bit deeper, and she like she ends up. She's like, "You need to tell him." Yeah. So you can't just yank. (laughs) You just can't yank. So he's already repeating the same mistake old Beast did. Can't just yank people back and forth through time, Hank. Right. Um, And then sure we did. We didn't ask for this and. Uh, Scott's like, sure we did, Bobby. We did months and months ago. Right. Um, he's like, it's all real, even the Yoo-Hoo. Yeah. <laughs> and look at little pickles in his banana. He's, yeah, he's so excited. Like, What's going on here? Um, you need to explain, Hank. It's complicated. Explain what? Take me back home right now. Is what Bobby's saying. Uh, you need. This is getting out of control. You need to end this. So she yeah, asks, he knows what's up. Yeah. So we see, is it Eunice the Untouchable? Yeah, I believe that's okay. how you say it. So we see this classic X-Men villain. Um, yeah. And Cyclops is like, I know what fight this is, and now I can handle to, it. Like, he's super And to pumped. be fair, like, we don't... I would like to see more of Eunice the Untouchable. Because he doesn't get enough play at all. No, and I think he's a great character. Mm-hmm. Like, his powers and stuff I think are really cool. Is he just, like, invulnerable from, like, the neck down? Or something? Uh, I think he's completely invulnerable. Okay. Like, because you see, like, the stuff, the bullets, like, don't even touch him. Right, they just bounce right off. Before they start patanging back. Um, and but. so Scott's already trying to think of a plan, like, alright, we could get him with an indirect attack. Uh, we've done this before, we got this. Um, and Gene's like, now would be a good time to tell him. Yeah. Um. Scott, wait, you don't understand, my friend. So Scott's about ready to fire off a blast, and Hank tackles him. Yeah. Um, take a breath stop. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell are you... 
take a breath, Scott. Please calm down. Just watch. And then this happens. X-Men Assemble. X-Men Assemble and the original team and their old outfits show up. And it's hilarious that Gene is like, yeah, I think that one's taken Slim. Yeah. By the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. They're still trying it, to work out their stuff. And you do see old uh, Iceman. You see his shorts and boots and stuff. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Uh, and yeah, so they are... Something's up with time. And they mentioned this way back in like four or five when they're like it's maybe it's been too long and we can't even go back now um yeah i don't get all of this i don't understand what's happening here okay so what's what's happening is so they're still here and they're not uh and they're going through it so the original team's going through with the unis fight like they would normally do right um and hank's like i needed you to see this so you could so you knew that we couldn't go home and then, which means our time is up, and he turns into a big beast, and everyone sees it. Um, <laughs> and Scott's like, ah! Yeah, Scott's like, ah! What's going on? Uh, there has to be a different one. We can find it. Uh, we can go to our home, our real home. And then Beast explains it here, where he's like, this was the only pass this reality has. That took everything I have to hold us up here for as long as I did. Um, so the universe writes itself. So what happened... Is they've been gone for so long that, like, and they've diverged from what their older selves are, that they're new people. Uh, I, I don't like Time it. travel. It's hard to write. <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, put it together with, okay, they traveled back in time, but they accidentally changed, like, worlds or whatever. So that's so, another thing he mentions is like they could have been pulled from a very similar alternate timeline, right? Um, which could be the case, but there's also they mentioned it in like issue five where they're like we could have like we could have caused a paradox by being here so long that we can't even go back home because yeah, the time weird. the timeline would just fix itself. So, uh, oh boy, <laughs> that got messy. Yeah, it did. So long story short, they can't go back home. Right. 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 Um. So Scott storms out, and Jean Grey already knows. Sorry, Marvel Girl already knows. She's got to go out and uh, talk him down off a ledge. Yeah, because he's already he's being all angry. He fires an optic blast. He's having a hissy fit. Yeah, so um, much for that car. It's gone. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Where do we go from here? We go forward." Wait a minute, though. His optic blast isn't Kazat that time. It's, it's Zark. That's how you know it's an angry one. <laughs> He's real mad. Um, and yeah, so Jean Grey goes and talks to him, and is like, "Yeah, we go forward from here." And then Scott just right. goes for the kiss, right? <laughs> like right there. And she's all shocked. She's like, "Uh, can we not?" Um, yeah, and so she's like, "Our old selves did bad things when they were together, so we can't be together." Yeah, we have she's to like, be... "I really don't want Dark Phoenix to happen." Yeah, and um, she doesn't want him to turn into bad Cyclops or whatever, I guess. Right, so she's like, well, we're not going to do this. And before, let's just leave all the awkward down here and go back to the team. But I hate this. <laughs> because I like them as a couple. Yeah. And I hate that they're like, nope, we're going to split them up. It's not like they could, hey, learn a lesson or whatever. Like, learn we from their the old that... selves. See, but like, 
Mm. <laughs> like, in this time now, like, she would have already been Phoenix and stuff, right? Yeah, so Dark Phoenix, she's aware that Dark Phoenix happened. Like, that's one of the first things they tell her when she comes back to this timeline. Is like, hey, Phoenix, right. like, this is gonna happen, and she prevented it so from happening to her, so. Yeah, so, that's not a problem. Yeah. Cross that off the... The, the world-ending uh, doom list. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, Scott Summers, too, like, he knows the things that he shouldn't be doing, which technically, like... In this time, he doesn't have to become that person because that person's already existed. Yeah, that person's dead. He's gone. He, like, you can do whatever you want. So why couldn't you leave <laughs> my one of my favorite comic book couples together? <laughs> Calm down, Michael. I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to trade them for Bobby and Romeo. Yeah, is it a fair trade? <laughs> Not really, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> He'll take it. Uh, so they go back to the team, and they're having uh, Bill Jr. and Tacos. Yeah. Uh, and what Ro- happened to the grill? <laughs> and Romeo provided a vat of sour cream. Um, please understand, still... if any of you soil one of my delicious tacos with that crap, I will immediately lose all respect for you. <laughs> and so then Beast and Marvel Girl are having a conversation about how Scott took it. Um, right. He, and she's more worried about Hank. Um, well, and we find, or Hank finds out that she peaked, and he was not liking that. He was like, uh, that's not your, um, that's not your business. That's none of your business. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, Stars of Carters, this is delicious. Yeah, baseball. Who wants to do baseball? Four and four losers clean up. <laughs> and then this happens where it's like, all right, we could play baseball, but that's baseball isn't absolutely a thing people do. But, like, we could just also, and then Kid Apocalypse presses a button on a cell phone. Impromptu <laughs> X-Men dance party. Freaking crazy. <laughs> like, that is the weirdest way to end a this series whole series. Is they just dance. They just yeah. all dance. And they're all into it. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, even Cyclops I... is, like, loving it. Right? I don't think he has a choice in the matter. <laughs> and, yeah, that's how the series ends, is an X-Men dance party. And, like, I don't understand... I still don't get it. Like, why is Angel running around with his fire wings on? Uh, the, like the cosmic flame from that one. Yeah, point. yeah. Like we've seen him before, where he's had them off. Or oh like, yeah, like he can shut them away off. Yeah, no, he just like, has why them is he on out here on the dance floor with his wings yeah, on? Yeah, right. Um, and that was like back when in the last issue we read, um, where Scott was like sitting down reading the Hitler paper, and. Angel came up to talk to him, and he like sat down with him and stuff. And his wings, his were wings still were still on. on when he, we've seen that you can shut them off. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and yeah, so this series ends with a dance party, and everyone's oh. fine. And we oh, get a boy. teaser for so this X Men Prime is the big the big one issue that splits off into like gold, blue, red. Uh, I was wondering, because so, I thought that, like, a bunch of these characters were, like, in different books. Yeah, so this, so you see, like, okay, X-Men Prime's, like, the kickoff point for this new era. So it's X-Men Prime, where you see, like, Old Man Logan, and you see all the, pretty much everyone. And we see Angel here with a, uh, new wings. Yeah, with white fire wings. White fire wings? What's that about? Do you know who the dude is next to Sabretooth and, with the blue X? 
I that that might be Young Iceman, just has a different design. Oh yeah, maybe so. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Do you know? Is that supposed to be Beast down at the yeah, bottom? Yeah, that's just a different artist. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and yeah, so this splits off. This leads into Prime, which splits off in the blue, which is the team we've been following, plus Magneto. Um, oh hey, do you know who the chick is behind Storm? Behind Storm, that is Rachel. That is Rachel Gray. Oh. Um, who is uh, Gray from a different timeline? Weird. Lots of time travel. X Men time oh, travel. Oh god. So, oh god. Um, so yeah, this, I can't keep up. This splits off into blue. Uh, Jean Grey got a young Jean Grey got a solo run. Uh, Iceman got a solo run. Right. So yeah, this splits off into everything that's X that's currently going on X Men wise, and we're about to get actually this month X Men Black starts. Yeah, I want to read that real bad. In which that that team is Magneto, Mojo, Mystique, Juggernaut. Yes. And someone else. That's going to be wicked. That's going to be a crazy team. If Magneto doesn't throw Juggernaut through something, I'm going to be <laughs> mad. Like a really big fastball special? Yeah, like um, during Avengers vs. X-Men, uh, Magneto did that with Colossus. Oh, yeah. He like used him as a missile through one of the, the ship that um, like the Avengers showed up with. Uh and he like shot him like a missile through the ship and I was like that is amazing so they better do that with Juggernaut that's just a bigger bigger missile <laughs> uh, so when did Sabretooth become a good guy so Uncanny X-Men um, which was a run that was happening simultaneously with this one that we just read Okay. Um, that's like Magneto and a bunch of reformed Brotherhood mutants trying to like be decent people. Oh, right. So uh, Sabretooth's part of that team. Gotcha. And then, so from Gold, that splits off into even more teams because there's Weapon X, which is Old Man Logan, Warpath, Sabretooth, Omega Red, uh, oh. and Domino. Whoa! Um, and they're t- they're like fighting a bunch of government stuff that's after all of them because they were all like experiments, right? Right. Um, For the weapon X program, yeah. So or that's what links all of them together. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of X Men happening right now, and a lot of it's really good. So, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love X Men, so I'll yeah, take all of them. Right. Um, but so, should we announce what we're going to read next? Sure. Uh, what is it? We're gonna. <laughs> I. We don't know what we're gonna. I don't know if you want to pair up the annual of this with the first issue of this, or save that for Fantastic Four. But uh, we'll probably just do with Fantastic Four. Okay. Since that'll be a single issue, and we can plug the annual right annual in there. in there with it, just just right. Okay. So I think if you're good on it, we're gonna read the Association, formerly known as the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six issue miniseries. Um, it's on the DC Universe app, which just launched recently. Love it. Um, and yeah, that follows um a team that was later rebranded Justice League International. Um, where it's headed by Booster Gold, Blue Beat, the second Blue Beetle, uh, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, um, Martian Manhunter, Shazam. So it's a bunch of goofballs. Like it, I like it. Yeah, 
Uh, okay, so what was the title of that again? The Association, formerly known as the Justice League. Okay, cool. Um, so issues one and two of that will be uh, Thursday's episode. So if you're reading along with us, which you should be, that's your homework. Yeah, new series time. Yeah, and not just that, but uh, new company. <laughs> yeah, totally. First DC run we're doing. We finally get to read some DC stuff. Um, and if you don't have the DC app yet, get it. Because it's, it's really good. good. Like Even if you're not into the live-action stuff that they've been doing recently, um, all the cartoons are on there, all the older live-action stuff is on there. <gasps> They have right. a bunch of comics. And, and I love it because um, I was able to put the DC app on my Roku for my TV. Yeah, yeah. And so I can watch all the shows and stuff on there on my TV and not just have to use my iPad and stuff. And I think you can even read the comic books on your on TV. The TV. That's hilarious. But I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work. Right. So I'll just stick with watching all the TV shows and movies and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, so far I'm liking it a lot. I can't wait to start seeing the the new stuff that they're going to put on your new TV shows and stuff. <laughs> but all right, well, well, I think that's it. Yeah, for that wraps up this, for this episode. Issue. No, this episode. Uh, I just said this issue. We'll wrap up this issue. We'll wrap up this uh, the series. We'll wrap up this episode. That is going to be it for us. Thank you, Connor, and I will talk to you later. All right, that's it. That's everything. That's all that we have this week. You can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at comic underscore companion, and you can email us at comicbookcompanion at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at mmorecomedy, and you can follow Connor at Attack on Wake Up. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you would be so kind, please give us a quick five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Now, until next time, we have been your comic book companion.